Lord Jesus, thank you for this Monday morning. And um, Lord, as, as Ryan and I are talking, help us to help us to just be um, aware, help us to be better aware this morning uh, as people are listening live or later, help us to just be aware of ourselves um, and certainly your presence, Lord, and help us uh, love each other better. And uh, just ask you to help Ryan uh, this morning, Lord, that your Holy Spirit would uh, speak to us uh, words that are encouraging and, 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 and maybe very challenging for us this morning as well. Thank you for Ryan and his leadership. I ask you to unify his family, Rita and the kids, and um, draw that entire family unit closer and closer to you, Lord. We love you. Amen. Ryan Beal, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, man. Well, uh, good morning, tribe. I, uh, Jerry, I want to thank you for that late night text last night reminding me about this morning. Yeah. Uh, and full disclosure, uh, this really did slip my mind. Even though I, I knew I was going to talk about this, um, it's, it's really all that's, that's been on my mind mm. um, these, these, these past two weeks. I kind of feel like I've been on a treadmill to nowhere uh, this, this last two, two weekends in particular. And, um, so I've, I've been out of sorts these last two weekends. Uh, many of you know that, uh, but for, you know, for those of you that don't, I, I've had two funerals in the last two weekends. Mm. And, um, I think in both, both instances, the, the vast majority of people would say that their lives were cut short. Uh, my aunt Leslie, uh, actually died about, uh, a year ago of cancer and um, her service was put basically on terminal hold because of COVID. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was, that was really tough for everybody. But uh, there was a big, there was a big difference in, in the two services. The, this service, but you know, though it was sad, it was very, very much a, a celebration of life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was just, I mean, to the fact that, you know, in, in attending the funeral, <laughs> I wish I wish I had been even closer to her. Uh, it was it was very much, uh, a, you know, a positive thing in in the midst of losing her. And um, the the second funeral, which many of you have been praying for, me and, and the families involved, in, and I appreciate that very much was for the oldest son of, of my best friend and his wife. And my best friend is actually the, the stepfather of this young man. Mm. And our families have been close for, for 30 years. I've, I've known my friend since I was 16 years old. Mm. And our kids grew up together. Um, it's pretty much we were together quite often. And this, this funeral is a lot tougher because at age 28, he chose to take his own life, mm. uh, leaving, by, leaving behind his, his young children. And, you know, the things in life that I feel are among the most painful are those things that you can feel somewhat powerless in. Yeah. You know, I think, I think we can all, the majority of us can all relate in the way that you know, we're used to fixing things. Most of us have a knack for fixing things. And when you love people and you love fixing things, that's what you want to do. You want to fix things for people. 
and it's tough because you want to take away somebody's pain, but you know, life doesn't necessarily work that way. Yeah. And I've often said that one of the life's biggest gifts, I think one of the biggest gifts that God gave us and one of the biggest troubles is that time marches on no matter what. I sometimes don't feel like there's enough time to recover from the things that, that hurt us and wound us. But yet time ticking by prompts us to, to re-engage and kind of begin healing or maybe even maybe even forces some healing. Yeah. Uh, just the fact that the world doesn't stop. The funeral for my friend's son really got me thinking about um, what the Bible says about mourning in the, in the service. The pastor quoted the, the shortest verse in the Bible, which is John eleven thirty five. Jesus wept. And the, the story, as most of us know, is about Lazarus. And um, in verse 14, the Bible says, so Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And I'm grateful for the opportunity to talk about this today. Uh, there's just a lot of things rolling around in my head. And, and in reading through all this and thinking about all this, I'm, I'm uncovering just so much in a different context. You know how the Bible kind of changes as your life changes and you come across new things. And that's definitely kind of what I'm going through now. And I feel like I'm trying to wrap my head around all this that's happening here. So it's, I don't feel like I'm going to have that figured out today for sure. Mm -hmm. But I know in showing up um, that uh, the young man we all love was dead. And I was on a mission to help everybody <clears throat> and just try to maybe distract him and try to make him feel comfortable or, or whatever I could do. And it was almost like I really didn't have time to feel uh, the mission. Mm. I'm a pretty mission driven guy and the mission was more important. You know, I wanted to do what I could uh, for my friends. And up until I saw my friend and his wife crying, mm. uh, it all hit me. And um, I feel, I felt kind of connected to what I saw later on in the story, which was uh, verse 33, when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who had come with her were also weeping. He was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you put him? He asked. Come and see, Lord answered. Verse 35 says, Jesus wept. And then the Jews said, see how he loved him. And uh, in all this, I, I take comfort in seeing this. I believe in reading this that the observation of the Jews was correct, you know, that Jesus really loved Lazarus. But also, I believe that Jesus saw the pain in the eyes of Mary and Martha in the crowd. And I feel like he responded to that, too. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, I, know, I know that's what got me anyway. Mm -hmm. And in thinking about this now, it really convicts me more. I, I feel like I've read these stories and heard these stories so many times. I've kind of lost some of the wonder and the awe mm -hmm. you know, that I once had. And I've complained, I've complained to our Wednesday morning group in particular several times now that as a Christian, I'm beginning to kind of feel the walls closing on me. I'm beginning to feel like I'm maybe 
losing a little ground in the world mm-hmm. as somebody who um, you know believes in Christianity. And the interesting part is that if I'm really being honest, um, I'm mostly spreading the good news and encouraging those people who already know about it. Yeah. I spent a lot of time in, you know, my Wednesday group, you know, with you and, and the guys. And I, it's just a part of me. I love it. I need it. Um, but I'm not, I'm not out discussing as much as I'm called to be. And I'm, I'm part of the reason that we are losing ground. I know and I, I believe all these stories. And what's interesting is if I found my aunt and my friend's son again among the living, you'd never be able to shut me up. I would never stop talking about it. Um, it's something I'm kind of processing right now. Mm-hmm. One of the one of my pastors years ago would say, get out there and love people as fast as you can. There are people dying in the streets. Mm-hmm. And that was that was literally the case here. Um, so one of the one of the reasons this is sticking in the back of my head today is that there are so many people that feel alone. I, I mean, I'm there are days when I'm one of them. Yeah. And often we often open up our, our PSP talks like I did this morning, you know, saying good morning to the tribe. That always kind of makes me smile, really. And my friend's son made some decisions that separated him from his tribe. Yeah. And on top of some mental health issues, I'm not sure how, I'm not certain how many people he had in his life that were speaking wisdom into his life. And um, one of the things I felt my, I found myself comforting my friend on while he was in front of his stepson's ashes was, uh, he kept wondering if he could have or, or should have done more, um, you know, just despite some of the, some of the tension in the relationship and some of the choices that were made. And uh, I know that my friend was a loving stepfather to this young man and he really did try to get through to him. Uh, all, all the kids call him dad. And as I looked at the, the photo boards, there was a, a picture of me playing with Clint when he was probably five or six years old. And as I'm thinking about this and talking about this out loud, I feel like I kind of need to ask the same question of myself, you know, what, you know, maybe there's something more that I could have done. I don't know. But here's the one thing I do know. I am grateful to all the tribes and the, and the families that I'm a part of. I'm, I'm loved, I'm welcomed, I'm challenged, I'm needed in, in all of them. Mm-hmm. And they're a wonderful place to belong. I don't think that over this, I, I, I think that I, I feel that over this last year, especially, there's something about this last year that there's been a real call to get out there with people um, when it it's uncomfortable people who don't look like I do people who don't think like I do uh, or people who need somewhere to belong. And uh, I guess this whole thing just makes me feel like I need to maybe cast my net a bit wider. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of where I'm at right now. It's mm. good. It's good, Ryan. 
I appreciate your uh, transparency this morning. That's that is uh, that's that's a tough situation to um, to discuss um, publicly. So I appreciate your your um, your courage this morning, Ryan. Um, and also, you know, one of the things that um, I will I will be praying for, and I'm going to pray for this morning still is like just the guilt and shame that comes with situations like that for, you know, people that are left behind. I, I don't understand the level of mental health um, and desperation, um, you know, for somebody to take their own life. I, I don't, I can't, I, I, I don't grasp it. I don't understand that depth of despair that one must, must be in to, um, to take their own life. And so then for those of you that love, uh, love, love Clint and love his family, um, you know, that, uh, that mental, uh, torment of, you know, is there anything that I could have done? I should have done. And I think that, that guilt, um, that can just be so oppressive. Um, so I just, I pray that the Holy spirit would, um, right now be with, um, Ryan and, uh, Clint's family and everybody that knows him. And that um, that your Holy Spirit would just uh, help them feel your peace uh, right now and um, relief. Uh, I don't know. Um, just let, helping them let go of the um, whatever torments them as far as um, responsibility that they uh, they feel they have. That that uh, your Spirit would just release them of that, Lord, and they um, would feel like some beyond explanation, love, uh, from your spirit right now. And, um, just be with them. God, we love you, Lord. Amen. Um, Brian, I'm going to have you pray us into the rest of our Monday as well. And I, 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 I didn't miss the fact that, and you and I've been friends for a lot of years as well. Um, and I, you mentioned how much you look forward to seeing the guys on Wednesday morning at our breakfast and, um, you know, um, I don't know who spoke on the PSP a couple of weeks ago where they said, uh, say yes, you know, just start, start saying yes, more, uh, yes to opportunities mm -hmm. to meet, meet people. Yes. To opportunities to the three, three, um, pieces to the tribe is known, be known, love and be loved and serve and be served, you know, say, um, maybe take a step of, of, uh, faith in saying yes to, opportunities to know and be known, maybe saying yes to mm. opportunities to love and be loved and opportunities to serve and, and be served. So, um, yeah, I think, I think our culture probably has a, I know I do have a no first, um, mentality. And, uh, I find that convicting again for me this morning to stay, say yes to, uh, to get in closer proximity of people. So, it's good stuff, my friend. All right, Ryan, pray us into uh, our Monday, please. Absolutely. Oh, Lord, I want to thank you for the opportunity to talk um, just, just openly uh, with, with people that I know that care. And I ask that uh, this story helps people mm -hmm. in, in some sort of way. It helps if, even if this is just uh, maybe a change, in, a change in thinking, maybe a call to action. Mm -hmm. whatever that may be and i ask uh, for for everybody today just for the courage to talk about things that are 
not easy to talk about. Uh, yeah. Talk for people to be able to share and uh, people to be able to understand and talk about the things that uh, that uh, we like to hide in dark corners, Lord. And I just yeah. ask that uh, you give us all the uh, capacity to talk and the capacity to uh, love and and uh, whatever those exchanges may be today, Lord. Yeah. We love you and thank you. Amen. Amen. Well, 